1: Great to be back with you, folks. What an honor it is to come across your earways and talk about God's Word. I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed that every time I look at God's Word, I've looked at these Psalms probably five times to prepare, yet every time we read one verse, I'm just blown away. God mm. gives me something else. Amen. And mm-hmm. uh, it's alive, the
2: word of God. Oh, oh,
1: it's real. It's living. It's uh, It's the only book that comes with the author. And with me, as always, is my coach, my friend, Stephanie. Stephanie, happy Friday to you. How's things going?
3: Good morning, Doug. Things are going well. Um, life is staying very busy, um, but that's a good thing. Um, God keeps opening new You know, every time I say, Lord, would you show me what you have for me to do today? Within normally seconds, a text or a phone call or something comes in like, well, you asked. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm afraid to do that, and I'm afraid to ask for patience. So those are two things that I I try to stay away from, Uh, but uh, I do do it. And uh, (laughs) with us as always, uh, as always, as all this week, uh, as Pastor Tony Miller, Pastor how are you today?
2: Oh, just fine. But you you pray not for patience. Well, when I pray, I'm like a lot of people. God, I want patience, and I want it right now. <laughs> Isn't that the way we are? Yeah,
1: yeah. We 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 want God to be magic. Sometimes it's like God, take these people out. They're no good. Yeah. And, uh, and God just, while you're at it, just get rid of the Biden administration, praise God. And, but God mm-hmm. has a plan for everything in our lives and everything in our nation. And God's given us trials. And we always talk about trials, two things in our lives, especially these personal, these pesky personal trials. Number one, for us to get closer to Him. Number two, to bring others, others to get closer to Him. And yes. right now. Right now, think about others today, and we're, we're hopping into Psalm 111, but before we do that, we have the knuckleheaded moment, and Stephanie uh, spoke right up, Sister Stephanie. So, uh, Sister, what is it? You might be a knucklehead if...
3: You might be a knucklehead if you are someone who has been through trauma, you have experienced abuse, but instead of wanting victory, you love living it out in the victim zone. That makes you happy. Stop being a victim. Yeah.
2: We're more than victors through Christ who loved yeah. us.
3: Amen. Stop being Amen. a victim.
1: I, I, it's easy to be a victim. Listen, we live in a victim society today. Yeah. It's easy, yep. to, it's easy to lay on the couch and give up. I'm not doing it. Listen, I was in a helicopter accident. Face smashed, broken neck, lung collapsed, bones broken up, uh, teeth capped, screwed, glued, sideways. But you know what? I'm not laying on the couch. Not doing it. Broken yeah. eye socket. I don't care. I'm all in. I'm staying in. I'm in the game. And uh, folks, be in the game not because of something you can do, not so you can brag about it, but because you serve a great God. Yes. right. And uh, so that's a good thing. Stop being a victim. No victims are allowed. Get a sign, draw a circle like they do with the speed limit over there on the autobahn, and uh, put a line through the speed limit and say there's no speed limit and put a line through victims say there's no victims here. Yeah, I I serve Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And uh, that's good. Hey. Stephanie, we have to say this: we put a lot of recipes out there on help the wounded spirit. We get, we gave away some recipes that would make millions of dollars to restauranters. We've, we gave away our cheesecake and our <laughs> Italian bread recipe, and I mean, there is nobody who makes that, better Italian bread or cheesecake than our recipes. I just want
3: to point well, that out. And I just want to say when when you you have the fact that you put your Italian bread recipe out there shocked the socks off of me because I yeah. when I a recipe from you i virtually had to sign a contract that i wouldn't show it to another living soul
1: but i love so, these people i love them yeah, so I mean, uh, this
3: is showing doug's dedication here
1: and i want you to be able to taste what real italian new york italian remember i worked in an italian restaurant in new york city so we're not just playing that recipe right there i mean there's chains of restaurants that can be built on that bread <laughs> Uh, not to not to mention Stephanie's cheesecake. I, I'm tasting that cheesecake with that little frosting stuff on top. Uh, last, and I won't even make it. You know, since I've got healthy and lost my weight I'd eat the whole cake if I made that. That's what I'm worried about. i got issues like that. I just keep going. I'm I'm, I'm compulsive, man. I, I suffer from ADHD and OCD and D-U-M-B, and you mix all that stuff together and you get a knucklehead. And so anyway, I can't make, but anyway, we're trying to move along, but food that's right with God, but I started off saying the food that's right with God is out there right now on Health of Wounded Spirits, the Italian bread, the cheesecake, and I want you to know that I created a recipe. I don't know if I'm putting it out there yet. I'm not sure if I ready. But I I did put coconut cream cake. Uh, I did Mm. make a recipe last week. I've been wanting to make one like my uncle made up there in New York City. And I think after all these years, I mean, it's been 40 years or 40 something years since I've slapped around some chow up there in Brooklyn. But I'm here to tell you, I think I've found his coconut cream recipe. I think through prayer, uh, fasting, I think God... Oh, no, I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always picking on you. But listen... (laughs) Here we go. We're in Psalm 111, uh, much more important than anything we can talk about food-wise is God's Word. Talk about food for the soul. And uh, starting right off with praise here in Psalm 111. This is our 351st podcast. I think uh, I think one of the greatest honors in anyone's life is having the inspired Word of God sitting in front of you.
2: Yes.
1: Having that, there's, there's entire countries, languages, nations, people groups that don't have the Bible, and here we are with it. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has showed his people the power of his works and he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of the hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption upon the people unto the people. He had commanded the covenant forever, holy and revered in his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Mm -hmm. Pastor Miller talking about praise and thanksgiving. What comes to your mind there?
2: Oh, the psalmist, though he may be in the midst of troubles and trials, but one thing for sure, he's got a happy heart. And it says he's Here in this uh, passage, pleased with the works of God. In fact, three things stand out here. A three-point outline for a preacher, and that is he's praising God for his works. He's praising God for his word, his covenant, and his commandments. And he's also praising God for him as one to be worshipped and awed at, Mm -hmm. feared. That's the outline that I would preach if I was preaching a whole message on this, but I'm not. Uh, But I would just like to say this is one of the other things that I wished I would have done more of in ministry, Uh, not only to sing more songs, but going along that, Thanksgiving. It is the further I've gone into life and ministry, bitterness and anger and discouragement, all those negative thought patterns, all of those negative feelings that come out of those thought patterns, are the opposite of praise and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I go to men's conferences, and I challenge them. I say, there's not one sin or one difficulty in life that you're getting discouraged about or defeated by that you can't beat that thanksgiving in the Word of God is not a part of the remedy or the cure of that problem. I'll give you $100 if you can find one in the Bible. And the psalmist here is not a man of bitter. He's not angry. He's not discouraged. Oh, he's in trials. But how's he overcoming and being a victor as we talked about that? Yeah, thanksgiving mm. and praise. And when we start thanking the Lord, it lifts our spirits up. And I, I know I'm taking a long time here, but I want to no, just... No, you're not.
1: You're not. You, I, you haven't got the... Yeah, yeah. So you're okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. I'll watch for that. But, but there, was a, there was a missionary in China... And, you know, what a wonderful place to go years ago and be a missionary. And he was defeated and he was down. He was discouraged. Point of quitting. And he couldn't get out of it. And he went back into the interior to another Christian brother in the interior of China and thought, I'll have a reprieve, a vacation, and something will happen and maybe I'll get out of this doldrums and this defeat. He got there and he... With, with this guy and he thought he was going to get some help from the guy and he looked up at a motto on a window or a wall and it said, try thanksgiving. Wow. And he said immediately he started thanking God and he came out of that. Yeah. He came out of the doldrums. He came out of the discouragement. He came out of the despair. The, the idea he wanted to give up was God.
1: Praise him. Praise him. Jesus, a blessed redeemer. We know what Stephanie's going to be singing here in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, amen. Now, now, Stephanie, we were going through some, and by the way, I love that. And we actually, uh, a while back, I think probably two or three weeks back had covered a psalm where the psalmist was saying, pray your problems, pray your blessings, pray all these things. And God changes everything. And we were saying, write down that junk you're going through, but remember to write down and praise the good things you're going through and praise God for them.
2: The works of God. Yeah. His Word, what we have.
1: Yeah, right there, that outline. The, I wrote down worship. that outline. I might preach it this weekend, praise Please God. Please give me credit if you do I that. will. No, I, give God credit. It's word, right works, covenant, word. and commandment. Yeah. It's right there in the text. And uh, so, Stephanie, as we went through that, was there any lights that went off for you?
3: Well, I mean... Miller's right on track. I think um, I love, there's things about this psalm that are just beautiful to me because verse 2 says, The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. And, you know, we're going to find pleasure in something. Mm -hmm. And that word, you know, we see that in other places in scripture. You know, the Bible talks about Moses um, choosing to suffer the affliction of God's people instead of enjoying the pleasures of sin for, for a exactly. season. We're going to find pleasure in something in life. And I think, um, what, what pastor Miller said is powerful because in the midst of sadness, in the midst of shock, in the midst of trauma, if we do not make the joy of the Lord our ranks, oh, we will fall apart. Yeah. And, We've talked about. I know we talk about this at our PTSD camps, but you know, one of the things I think people with PTSD face is you have to find oxygen flow um, because the the trials of life, the trauma, whatever you've been through, is like a cobra suffocating you, mm-hmm. and you're going to find oxygen somewhere. And if without the Lord, that oxygen may become drinking, it may become immorality, it may become drugs. It mm-hmm. it will be. Something, and when we have the Lord as our hope, when we have the Lord as our rock and our refuge, we have His joy. That's one of the things that He gives us to be to be an oxygen flow, to be a life support. And um, God can give us pleasure even in the midst of heartache, even in the midst of sorrow. And um, when I think of this, I just remember when we were evacuating, um, driving from the village um, where Charles was killed, um, and where we had lived, um, when we had to evacuate and get out of, get out of the English region and then get, obviously get out of the country. Ultimately, um, we had like 12 hours of driving and, um, obviously we were all in shock. We were all, um, none of us were in what I would call a very stable place without the Lord. We would not have been in a stable place at all. And, um, we sang, I love to I love to remember how we sang our way out of Cameroon
2: mm.
3: and, um, there wasn't a lot of laughing, there wasn't a lot of mirth but God gave us pleasure in his works. amen He gave us pleasure in singing together. That was our strength and um, I don't think I don't think you can underestimate the power yeah. behind and praising God. The, the
1: power of praise. Good Christian. Good Christian music, good Christian yep. songs, Bible, biblical-based and hearty and all that. You know, it comes back to that one point we made a couple of weeks ago. Where do you get your joy from? Where are you going for your joy? Are you getting your joy from Christ, or is Christ your joy? Is it already there? Is it built in? Is it? Uh, are you logged in? Are you wired up? And uh, what vine are you hooked to? And, I mean, those are all important things when the junk comes off. You know, when you're in the midst of battle, I mean, who you hooked to? Where's your commo? And uh, I remember that's one of the first questions they would always ask you as you would set up perimeters and training and doing different things. They would always come up to you and say, "Where's your commo? How are you getting a hold of your command? Is the command right into everything that's going on? What is your command saying?" Boy, I'll tell you that matters with God, doesn't it? We got to be wired in. He is our joy. Yeah. We we don't have to go to him every day and say, "God, give me joy." He's given me everything I need. <clears throat> My Holy Spirit is sealed. My heart is sealed with the Holy Spirit uh, my smile on my face comes from Christ. He's gotten me through the bad times. He's, mm-hmm. he's saved my dirty old soul. And, Amen. And, uh, and, and so that's where our joy is coming from. And I think I, I, what I really like about this Psalm is, uh, you know, as the psalmist taking the time and, and again, it's, it's all about this praise. This is, this is all about true worship begins with praise. Uh, true worship begins with praise. Folks, we can't jump in the middle somewhere. We, we can't jump in somewhere. This is about praising God. It's a continual thing. You're not going to have the worship in your life without the thanksgiving in your life. You're not going to have the, you know, that relationship with God. Uh, you know, our prayer does a couple things. First of all, it goes up to God in communication. It praises Him. It loves Him. It shows Him. But it also goes out to the world in these good works, these things we're praying for. You know, prayer is one of those things in our life that has an eternal feel to it. I mean, you're praying for the yeah, guy down the road to get saved. You're praying for people's lives to be changed. And we forget sometimes that it's working. A lot of people are, that we pray for. We see prayers answered and stuff. So where's your joy coming from today, folks? I mean, I'll tell you, there's a lot more joy in my heart after I praise God for a little while. Yeah, I get on this road in the morning, and, man, I'm on podcasts, preaching and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm shouting out there. I was a, listening to this preacher this morning. He started going on about... uh uh, God's righteousness and us being filthy rags, and we're just dust. We're just dust, people. And I mean, I almost walked into a car. I mean, I was out here on the road, just knowing what God can do for us. Where's your joy? Where's your joy coming from? And and, and Stephanie, as I I was thinking, I, I just always go back to this, and I've never asked you this question: What songs oh. do you remember? The hymns you were singing. You, you guys were singing hymns to God, and. Uh, through song you were praising him. Do you remember some of the hymns you were singing during that twelve-hour drive?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know the first one I remember singing was, um, you know, there was one road in and out of the village. There was that was that was just where it was, and um, I'll never forget the the Cameroonian brother that was driving driving us all um, as you know we had to go over that spot. And um we sang He leadeth me. Mm. And mm. I'll never forget the Cameron and Brother starting it.
1: Wow. Mm. I think we that just, was very Wow. I think we just changed songs for today, praise and God. He leadeth me. <laughs> <a> <laughs> blessed thought. He leadeth and me. Praise
3: so, God. So wait, but yeah, then we sang um Emmy's favorite hymn, Greatest Is Thy Faithfulness. I oh. think we sang him till it was a shredded rag because we sang it used it so much. And, um, we sang, you're always good, which I ended up having, um, my friend, Marilyn and Geldron saying that then at his memorial service. And, um, I have decided to follow Jesus hmm. amazing grace. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't, those are a few that are coming to mind, but yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, again, it goes back to the bottom line on this Psalm friends is praise. It's uh, praising his word, praising his works, praising his covenant, praising his commandment. And uh, Stephanie, are you going to do he leadeth me or are you going to do praise God? What song are you going to give us?
3: Um, wow. I can do first. whatever I want. Go, it with
1: the, go with he leadeth me. In my mind, I'm seeing that crazy old van with people laying on the floor, coming out of the bad side of Cameroon, being chased after by bad guys. And in my mind, knowing that he's leading the way. I think that's the
3: one. Yeah, it was precious because we had had that song at our wedding. Um, We had been through some deep trials leading up to our wedding. And um, so that song was really precious. It was a song I had, you know, God had used to encourage me um, leading up to our wedding day. And the Cameroonian brother in Christ had absolutely no idea of that when he started singing that song and led us in singing that song. But God knew. And so, yeah, it was very precious. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whate'er I do, where'er I be, Still God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, By his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, For by His
1: hand, He leadeth me. Amen. Listen, folks, we love you. We're honored that you take this time to let us come across your earways. If there's something we can do to help you, please get a hold of us at uh, Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. And listen, follow the rules. Praise them, folks. Praise them. Praise His Word. Praise His works. Praise His covenant. Praise His commandment. Praise your life today. And bless someone else, would you? Be out there and, and, and make your world today on this Friday. Make it about Christ and others. Just grab a hold of somebody, buy them a cup of coffee, give them a bottle of water, give them a protein bar. Do something good today. Hey, we love you, folks. May God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message you can know today first you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god second there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death third jesus paid that price for you but god commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us lastly you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart